Welcome back to Wake Up Winden, the podcast about Netflix's dark. Um, we're going to take you episode by episode through uh, the first two seasons in anticipation for season three. And with me as my co-host today is my cousin, Jerry. Jerry, thanks so much for being on the show. Brian, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. So I was really happy and I thought of you, Jer, when I was um, thinking about doing this project because I knew you were somebody who watched Dark. So I'm so glad that you were able to come on. And, you know, we're both current. We both um, have seen the first two seasons, but we're going to do our best to um, not give away any spoilers until the very end of the episode where, we, where we're going to um, have a little spoiler talk at the end for some fun. Correct. I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to try my best. Episode four, which is what we're discussing. Absolutely, and uh, you know we'll we'll work on it. And I, I've gotten better at editing lately, so you know if there's anything that slips, we'll try to we'll try to fix it there. So no worries. So um, let's get into the episode, Jer. Um, yeah. So I think this is uh, this is the uh, the man at, who's talking at the beginning. He's kind of the guy who has the time machine at the end, right? This is the I think his name is Tanhouse. crazy scientist guy that, that we see, you know, make with the watches and everything like that, right? He's, he's the guy talking, right? Yeah, and you're right. He is kind of like the stereotypical, like, mad scientist you would see in any, you know, yeah. sci-fi show. Yeah. Yeah. And they're talking about black holes, and they kind of have, like, a montage of um, kind of the people who have been lost in the show, right? Correct. Oh. Correct. And, and um, you know, it kind of goes, and Dark does such a good job with the filming and different colors and light and shadows uh which is ironic because the name is of the show is dark but they do a very good job of it uh, you know whether they do that consciously or unconsciously i don't know but you know i'm sure they, they may they mean to do it that way but um they do a wonderful job with that no i think oh uh, music and yeah but i think you're right about the colors we were talking about it even with episode one um there's very intentional coloring and you see it with the costumes and like I always think of Jonas and his yellow raincoat, such an iconic shot. And um, yeah. I, I wish I was better at talking about the, the colors in the show. And uh, it's something like, I think I need to watch out for a little bit more because I do think that the creators put a lot of emphasis on it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of thought that goes into the depth of colors and, and what they're trying to show in each scene. Um, yeah. No, it makes sense. Absolutely. And uh, we got the, so we, we see the logo, um, the, there's the logo that's on the, the back of this guy or like some scripture, somebody who's like, he's digging a hole and he's really buff and he's got this big tattoo and we don't know who this guy quite is just at this moment, right, Jer? Correct, correct. It's a little bit of a mystery, but he's got the, the, uh, the Sigmundus tattoo, right? That's got a lot of mystery behind it and yeah, looks kind of crazy. Absolutely. And we can definitely talk about this in our spoiler section. So we'll put a bow in that one for now. And yeah. we'll move on to we'll move on to Helg, right? Um, Helg is the older gentleman um, suffering from dementia in the present. And he's kind of like uh, tick tock, tick tock. And uh, I love that. That's such like a dark thing, right? Yeah, it is. And it's, it's a very uh, Doppler dominated episode. <laughs> yes. Uh, he's, you know, talking to himself quite a bit, uh, a lot of repeating, a lot of TikTok. 
No, not at all. And um, Jerry, you're talking about the Dopplers, and how happy would you be if, like, you saw Steve Harvey introduced and now on Family Feud, let's bring out the Dopplers. <laughs> it's so funny. We've uh, my wife and I, Lynn, we've watched so many episodes of Family Feud. It ends up being at the same time we eat dinner. And, <laughs> yeah, I would love it. I, I think it would be great. I, I don't. I, I think Charlotte would be your first person up. To, to do the thing, you know, I just feel like she's the sharpest of the Dopplers, but um, and I think at Helgi, you're, you're going to need to put him at the back, you know, and just hope that you can get all the right answers before you get to his spot <laughs> in the pube, right? I mean, I think that's kind of how it goes, and you kind of fill in from there, you know? Oh, yeah, you don't want to get to hell. You definitely do not want to get there. Hell, yeah. 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 Um, I'm just imagining, like, you know, Peter trying to like come up with an answer, like it's like the last chance, and like Charlotte's just staring at him, and he's like simpering, like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it would be tough. I-, I would trust Francisco though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Fran could do a good job. Yeah, I think, I think she, she'd do pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Jay. I love this. This is already fantastic with the Family Feud digression. This is good. Um, uh, so yeah, so we get the, the intro, right? And, um, I'm trying to ask like my guy, what do you, what do you make of the intro? Do you like it? I, it's one of my favorite intros, um, of, of, of almost any show, you know, I, I, there are other shows that have good ones and they fit that show. This one really fits the show very well. Um, because there's so many mirror images and, and so many dichotomies going on. I, you know, I, the, the name of this episode is double lives, but in, in the, the intro, you do see a lot of double or triple or you know quadruple. It's really double or quadruple, but um, there's a lot of that going on. A lot of different roles, um, duplicate roles, and that uh, beginning uh, reflects it very well. And then to layer on top of that, the song is very, very ominous and dark and, and just, just wonderful. It fits the show very well. absolutely Uh, you said it so well um the song is so spooky and uh like you said all the doubling and the symmetry and um you even like kind of see that theme in this episode later when um i always want to say it's an english class obviously it's not an english class but it's a literature class and the the guys i think he they're talking about symmetry in there so um you know it's omnipresent throughout the show and um i think the intro does just a fantastic job with uh setting the tone right Absolutely. And Dark does a great job with background shadow. Like, things that you, not like when the, the main people are talking, but people in the background are always saying something important, and you don't really understand that until you kind of watch the episode again, or you, you go yeah. back. Like, you know, I watched the entire series, and I went back to episode one, and in episode one, they make so many random background comments or just random conversation that you don't think means anything. And all of a sudden they're talking about like end of the world or apocalypse or like they're just throwing it in there randomly and casually. And they're like, Oh, okay. This is kind of what they're trying to get to. (laughs) Yeah. It is wild. And on a rewatch, it pays off. It is crazy how much they, they did in the beginning to set up everything. So, so yeah, it is, it is amazing. And, um, I like, cause you know, with the subtitles, we pick up on the background chatter too, cause we're reading everything. So that that's nice that like, even though we're reading it, um, it does make you pay attention more. Right. And you have to kind of focus in. Absolutely. And I, I don't know about you, but the way I watch it, 
watch it, or the way I like to watch it is I like to have both the subtitles as well as the dubbing going on because you can kind of pick up a little more, at least in my mind. I like reading it, but then also having the English. It's going to sometimes be different, mm-hmm. but I feel like you just you truly better – you come to a better understanding when you do it that way. Yeah. I've checked out the English a few times too, and it really isn't bad. And I did the same thing you did. I had the subtitles on, and it's you know minor changes here and there. But I was really surprised how well they did with the English dubbing. I was kind of against it at first, but they do a pretty good job. I think they do as well. Yeah, yeah I think it's a very good job. Yeah, so I, I've watched uh, I've watched a bunch of them like that too. But I, in this rewatch, I've been strictly going with the German and subtitles, and it's been German and subtitles. Yeah, okay. it's been fun to it's been it's. Well, I don't know if I'm going to be calling Charlotte Charlotta or uh, if I'm going to, uh, it's going to be tough. Jonas, yeah. Uh, oh, don't even like, I'm so bad with Mickles and I'm like, Mickle? Like, it's like a, like a five cent piece in the US. Yeah. Um, so, Jared, I love this like intro, like right after the intro, I love when Francisca comes out and is like, where's my lipstick? And the way she says it in German especially is fantastic. <laughs> so that she's speaking in German, but um, it's a great scene. It's a good sibling scene. Um, For me, when I watched the episode, I wrote down a couple of notes. One thing I was thinking to myself is, what would, when when we were that age, what would make us so upset that we've lost, like she gets upset about her lipstick? Because it doesn't seem that important, but apparently it's very important, and I'm like, okay. At that age, the one thing that I probably would be that upset if I lost would be, like, my gym shoes, you know, or my sneakers. Like, if I couldn't go outside and play basketball, that would that would really upset me, and that's how I would get that upset. But I feel like the market value for lipstick versus a pair of Nike shoes, I mean, it's just, you know, I, I feel like one you can easily replicate and, and reproduce, the other one you, you know, at least at that point in my life, I did not have money to buy a new pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to think too. That that is funny. Yeah, you, maybe the market in Wyndon, maybe it's just kind of tough for Fran to get 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 her hands on some lipstick. Not a lot of not a lot of Sephora's or <laughs> makeup stores in Wyndon. I think you know it's maybe some, like the Wells Fargo comes along, has lipstick. If you don't get it that time, that's it. You're out. You're out of luck. You're not gonna get any no. more lipstick. You know that's that's apparently what's going on. You know she's really upset about missing that lipstick. See, that's why she wants to leave Wyndon. Uh, it's the, the lack of Sephora's, you know. She's, she's probably going to Paris, right? I, I mean, if, if she's saving up, she's, she's definitely going to somewhere where makeup is a lot more um, endorsed and, and easily accessible, right? I mean, you think of Paris or, you know, I, I, whatever the major city, definitely not a small town that doesn't have any lipstick. Yeah. I think Paris is a good call. I don't I don't know, like, probably not Berlin for her. But that's probably a little too grungy. Um, so. Yeah. I, but a Paris sounds Paris sounds nice. I think she could do that. Um, yeah, I think she'd be good there. <laughs> um, and oh boy, it's tough to watch uh, Charlotte and Peter, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's so awkward when they walk out of the, the separate bedrooms and they kind of look at each other. It's it's well acted, really yeah. well acted. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's 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 awkward. Yeah, it's definitely awkward. And later in the episode, I know. Um, Fran kind of mentions, you know, how awkward it is and how it gets to her when she's talking to Magnus. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's got to be tough. It is. It is. So, because, you know, dad's not into girls anymore and it's uh, been rough for them. And 
they come out like at the same time, you know, like it's very, it's very awkward. Like, like you said, it's very awkward. Um, but yeah, and they're so like business-like when they talk, you know, it's just, just all about, you know, what to get done for the kids, you know? They are. Their conversations are more similar to business conversations I have than family conversations. Yeah. <laughs> you're hundred percent right. And this was something like I was thinking about, like, as I watched the series, but I think it's okay to share here. Like, how did Charlotte and Peter meet? Like, could you imagine these two hitting it off? There's, I mean, there's a lot of questions. I, you know, there, there's some things we'll get into in the last 10 minutes of the, the podcast, because I, I have some thoughts, but I don't want to get into them at this very moment. But yeah, there's, there's some questions I have about the Doppler family. This is a Doppler family-centric episode, so we'll save that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely some questions about the Doppler. Yeah, let's definitely talk about the Dopplers and the spoilers. Um, okay, so after that, we see Jonas leaving. Um, and so, like, Jonas in this episode, he kind of reminds me of, like, Bran from the middle seasons of Game of Thrones. Like, there's not much happening. He's just traveling, you know, going for the cave. Here's a map. He's, yeah, he's definitely doing his work, you know, and, yeah. and, and trying to get somewhere, um, trying to figure things out, and you know, taking that bike anywhere. Like, it's it's just funny. It's very small towny, right? Yeah. So he, he takes the bike, just leave it on the side of the road and <laughs> go into the cave for a couple of hours, and then the bike's right there, you yeah. know? Like, in a large city, that bike's taken. Within gone. Within like five minutes, right? It's, it's gone. gone. It's gone. But gone. in a window, you could leave your bike there for a couple of days, and it's going to still be right there, ready to go, ready for you to ride. And I mean, it's just a different type of living, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be worried about Bartosh coming out. I don't know, taking it away. No, I'm just kidding. I think Bartosh got a much nicer bike. <laughs> you're right about that. That's a good call. Yeah, yeah you're definitely right about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's good. Yeah. Hey, why don't they uh, close off the caves or uh, like have security there? Well, I, mean, I think why don't they have security there is they're, they're short-staffed as it is. I mean, you know, the... I don't think they have enough people to properly do things. Do you know what I mean? It's a All small right. town. They only, they only have enough to do what they need to do. They don't have, like, a security detail for the caves. I, I think it's it's one of those things. They put the yellow tape out in front of it, and that's about all they're going to do. It's, yeah. Hey. That's what Elisa, my wife, said. Uh, the, you can try to tape off the caves, but nobody's going to, you know, the, ki- the kids aren't going to listen. You know, kids, kids are going to do what the kids are going to do. You know, they're just going to they're gonna find a way. So you just got to kind of hope that they don't go to the caves and they don't get lost and they don't get abducted and, you know, cross your fingers and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I still think if I was Charlotte, maybe I could spare, you know, Voller, the one-eyed cop, the guy with the, uh, the guy over, <laughs> the thing over his eye. He's so underappreciated. You're right. He is working hard. And, um, and 
Charlotte seems to hate him. That's what I'm saying. Like, if Charlotte ever just, like, wanted to get rid of him, just like, all right, just put him on cave duty. He's, like, digging around too much. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, he's always doing the groundwork. He's, he's working hard. I yeah. mean, he's the one who, who, uh, who shines light in the Howdy year that he left, so, right? I mean, that's, that, that's what that's for, right? I mean, he's, he's working. He's, he's definitely working. You don't want him to sit in the, in the front of the cave. He'll, he'll go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh he's one of those characters that like in the rewatch you pick up a lot more on i don't know if i was paying attention to him too much the first time through he's a minor character but then all of a sudden the more you watch him the more you feel like oh wow like you know he, <laughs> you you kind of want to know a little bit more about Volan, right i mean there's there's a mystery there with the eye what happened you know we want to find out more right i mean you just you just want to know what his, more of his story is and um, you know, it's uh, it's too bad he's just a a smaller character in the overall show. You know. Yeah, maybe they could have a spin-off series with him someday. One day, yeah. <laughs> he needs a sidekick. You know, it, like him and Charlotte wouldn't work. I, I think I think we need a Volar sidekick that would work really well. Um, you know, but we, I think we need to find that person some point <laughs> yeah it's just because charlotte he probably did something embarrassing at a christmas party and charlotte wants nothing to do with him or something Probably. <laughs> um all right so uh f- you know we're you know post lipstick now and uh fran is calling calling her sister a stupid cow and we find out her sister is hard of hearing and she um uses sign language um uh, and she's a really great character i really like elizabeth uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I, I mean, she's probably deaf, right? I mean, I think, I think that's probably what's going on. Or maybe yeah, I think she's she's deaf. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know if uh, a person who's deaf, yeah. Is it, yeah. But, but, man, she's, she's, she's a great character. Uh, and she's very feisty. And uh, and just just a lot of fun to watch. And it's great to watch her interactions with Fran. Because they're, you know, they're, they're sisters. So they're not going to get along. And, uh, and and yeah, no, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, the two the scenes that they share are, are very that uh, they're always they're always good to watch. You know, it's good good story development as far as characters are concerned when it comes to the show. Absolutely, and I love how she actually did take the lipstick at the end. Yeah, oh, it's a great reveal. It is a, it's a, it's a wonderful reveal. You, you kind of felt like she probably did, and you love her answer when when Fran goes to her and like, did you take the lipstick? And she's just like, I'm only seven or whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever age was. <laughs> like, what, what am I gonna do with lipstick? Yeah. And then by the end of the episode, she's putting it on, like pretending to know what she, what she's doing, and you know that type of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, which is you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. You know. Yeah, she's wise beyond her years for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, then and she doesn't like Mickle, which I I found interesting. Yeah, that's a great reveal. And, yeah. And it's something that you know I. When I rewatched this episode, I had completely forgotten that she didn't like Mickle at all. Yeah. She, she she really dislikes Mickle, um, and really uh, up to this point, you, you don't hear anything negative about Mickle at all. No. It, it's all he's lost. We need to find him. Everyone loves him. He likes magic, so on and so forth. And then all of a sudden, you hear you know Elizabeth just bashing, just, just yeah. straight up like just doesn't like him. And it, you know it was just kind of interesting. 
Um, obviously, in the classroom setting, things are going to be different. And if you're classmates with someone, you know, you're going to have different opinions than everyone else. And, yeah. Um, you know, that, that was that was kind of an interesting reveal revelation there, right? Absolutely. It really stuck out on this rewatch. Like you said, like, I never hear anything bad about Mikkel. So that was uh, definitely something I had an eye on there. Yeah. Might have to bring that up in spoilers, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, okay, so... Hannah, I thought this was this was kind of funny. Hannah tells Jonas that uh, he doesn't even have to go to school; they could just do something nice together. Yeah, it, you know, it's it's kind of interesting. Like when she she goes to to, to Jonas, like, oh, you know, we could do something fun, just the two of us. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, what would that be? Like, what are you doing <laughs> in Wyndham that's going to be really fun that you're alluding to? Like, she kind of almost is like, you know, hey, we'll go to Euro Disney World. <laughs> text, I mean, but like. It's going to be something in Wyndham. They're not going to drive somewhere, right? No. Like, I mean, it's it's you know, like I, I don't know what what are they going to do? Like, what, no. <laughs> it's going to be so fun that she's alluding to. Does she have a bike? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe she's got a bike. Maybe they could take the bike somewhere and then leave it for a couple of hours yeah. and then come back to it and still be there. I mean, I, anything. The sky's the limit, you know. <laughs> yeah, mom, want to come with me to the caves? <laughs> yeah, do you want to check out the caves? Yeah. Come on. Got to go exploring. <laughs> yeah um so yeah uh she just looks she looks so sad in the scene uh she, oh, yeah. yeah it's rough and Jonas. i mean yeah she's she's you know obviously what what's happened right her husband's killed her killed himself yeah um ulrich's not she's, she's yeah and and then you know and she's yeah she was you know having an affair with ulrich and you know it's that's a lot yeah that would, that would lead you to cigarettes in the morning and <laughs> you know looking like yeah. you know like crap right yeah so getting your uh, getting your son to commit truancy yeah all that yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, although maybe not a big deal in germany as i'm watching the episode but we'll see. yeah you, you really feel like school is not very important right I, oh I mean, no you kind of watch these yeah. episodes magnus goes in the teacher's like this isn't even your class yeah and he's like what the hell was that the lesson it's like if you said that, in, you know, in the States, if someone sat down in your class and you're like, Here, this isn't your class. And then they go, why don't you continue with the lesson? You'd be like, why don't you go to the principal? Like, like, so, <laughs> but who's the principal? He's on, right? Like, yeah. But the principal is his mom. So I was. Oh, I guess. I guess that is true. I forgot about that. Because I was. Yeah, that would be sending him to his, to his mom. So you really can't say anything. That's I guess what, that doesn't make sense. Uh, but that's what I just realized this time watching it because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, why would the teacher stand for this? Like, this is the creepiest thing that uh, Magnus, like, he's so creepy right now. Why would any teacher allow this? And this time I was like, oh, wait a minute. His mom's the he principal. He whatever he wants because his mom's the principal. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd completely forgotten about that when and, I watched the episode. <laughs> but not without good reason because, like, Katarina, Magnus, and Marta never talk. I'm like, do these guys know each other? They don't. I mean, they're you know they're not um they're not as synchronized as i feel like the doppler family the doppler family to, as the you know as in contrast seems a lot more um cohesive surprisingly yeah you're right yeah surprisingly yeah, yeah. But, but they do right you're, no you're absolutely right with the scene at the end when they're all together absolutely they're yeah. all together and yeah. you know there's a dichotomy and yeah. you know it's uh, they they seem a lot more cohesive Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, we're gonna go through that Magna scene too, uh, but let's let's talk a little bit about Charlotte's detective work. She's pretty good with, um, you know, finding the wildlife camera, and she's she does some good investigation work in this episode. 
she does. She does. And and she's got a, a woman um, that uh, uh, works in the morgue. What is, what would that what would the technical name be for that? that I forget what the. I don't. She's she's the only Morgan uh, mortician in town, though. Mortician. Yeah. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. So that that mortician is. I mean, she probably hasn't experienced this much um, work. In, in, you know, she's so she's excited to like checking out birds and you know boys from the past. Sheep. You know, all this other stuff. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's. I mean, there's a lot of work for her all of a sudden. I, I you you get the feeling the last couple of years she's kind of just been sitting in the morgue, just kind of. Yeah waiting for you know the the oldest members of the town to kind of you know grow right i mean it's not like she's gets, gets a lot of work right yeah but yeah but all of a sudden now yeah you're right she's flooded all of a sudden yeah. she's like she's got all this stuff to do. Yeah. she's answering phones from charlotte she's probably like you know charlotte's probably one of the main people that she works to so she's like oh i gotta impress charlotte i gotta do a good, <laughs> good job here and you know that type of thing <laughs> doppler's gonna be on my ass tonight Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Charlotte does a great job. She, she, she's a great detective. Not so good as far as punctuality when it comes to picking up her children. Terrible, terrible parent. But, <laughs> terrible parenting, but, but good detective work. So, you know, we all have strengths and weaknesses, right? Absolutely. We, we clearly see Charlotte's strengths and weaknesses in this episode. Yeah. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's so funny. Uh, she is, you know, she's so engrossed in her work that she forgets to pick up Ellie. And, uh, you know, she had warned Ellie. We'll go through this, like, Charlotte part a little bit. Like, she had uh, told Ellie that she was going to pick her up and she shouldn't go anywhere, right? Right. And, and the other thing to keep in mind, though, when she tells Ellie that, Ellie goes, is that because of Mickle? Which really infers, at least in my mind, that, that Ellie usually walks home or procures her own way home. That that's not usually a big deal. So her walking home isn't really a big thing. It's just Charlotte now says, I will pick you up. So, you know, don't, essentially says, don't walk home. Don't find your own way home because of what's going on with Mikkel and, and kind of the, the, you know, these kids that are missing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that's a scary thing. Uh, you're going to be more protective. Uh, but you get the feeling that, like, you know, the week before, Ily could have been walking home just fine and not worried about it, right? So that that was kind of something that at least I picked up. Yeah, absolutely. It's like all circumstantial why she had to do that. Um, and I wanted to, I wanted to ask you about this um, the part where she's telling her mom that Yasin is her boyfriend because I think there's something maybe lost in the like German translation there um, because she's. I think so too. I think I think she's. I don't know. It's like her boo or something. Neither of us speak German. Right. But, uh, but, but you do get the feeling that, like, maybe she's saying, like, we're close friends. Or, you yeah. know, I don't know if it's, like, romantic boyfriend. Yeah. But then she does also, the translation does say, like, isn't that what you call it these days or whatever. But, you know, you, you get the feeling that, like, she's, she's really, in my mind, she's just ruffling her mom's feathers. Yeah. She's just kind of, like, being like, I'm more of an adult now. I have close relationships with people. Like, you know, that type of thing. I'm growing up in front of your own eyes, and you're not catching up to it. You're, you know, saying, hey, I, I need to come pick you up at the pool, when really I feel independent, you know? And, mm-hmm. and you see later in the episode, Yasin feels the same way. Oh, yeah. Is, is signing, like, oh, why am I, you know, I can walk home. Like, yeah. this is ridiculous. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm a, you know I'm, I'm a boy, but I, I know what I'm doing. I'm, you know, I have my own, you know, whereabouts. And, and same thing with, 
with Elizabeth, you know, she, she feels strong, you know, she can do her own thing too, and, you know, it, yeah. it's, it, I don't disagree with either of those statements, you know, so, um, you know, you just, you just don't know when there's people out there, you know, in the shadows of Wyndham that, <laughs> you know, you don't necessarily want to run into, right? So many hooded figures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, I did a little research on that line and like, I, I read on Reddit somewhere that it's like the equivalent of like an American saying like, that's my boo or like, it's like kind of like a slang, a slang word for boyfriend or girlfriend, you know? Yeah. Um, I just thought it was interesting. I liked that. It is. Yeah. It is. Very interesting. Um, so, you know, amidst all this, we get like scenes of Jonas, like going to the caves and you know, this stranger guy is watching him. The guy who's been in the hotel, um, at the hotel yeah. forest Winden. So all that's going on. That's all going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, Charlotte's dropped off Ellie. And now we get to, you know, this this scene, it just really was puzzling. Like we talked about the Magnus Francisca stalking situation that's going on. Yeah. I mean, she, like, <laughs> I don't know how many girls would really find that, like, attractive. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> I noticed you looking through the doors at me when I was doing my ballerina dance, and I know you came into class, but you weren't part of that class. And boy, that it really, it really uh, gets me excited about being around you. You know, like yeah, no, it's a bad message. I don't understand how that works, yeah. but you know, at the same time, I, I feel like uh, uh, it's believable when the, when they kind of start doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it 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 does really feel like Magnus is totally stalking. Yeah. You know? but, and he steals her money. Like, you know, he steals the money. Like, he's like, oh, hey, I found this. Why did you, how'd you get this? Why do you have all this? You know? Yeah. It's a lot of money. <laughs> that type of thing. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, I, I guess that works for Magnus. But uh, boy, I hope some, like, poor, like, German teenager isn't watching this and be like, oh, this is how you get girls. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the, the one thing that's kind of a stretch in this episode in particular is the one scene where... She does ballerina, and then all of a sudden she's in a large room by herself, getting ready after yeah. after the you know the like, what was that? Been in organized sports. Yeah, there should be fifteen other girls changing. Yeah, like it, it, it shouldn't just be one girl. Like no, you're <laughs> something very private locker room that like what happened? Did, was she like late to get into change? Like did all these other girls change? Do what they needed to do and leave? I mean, I. I yeah, I don't, I don't get that, but yeah. for the purposes of the story of the, the, the plot, they just kind of gloss over that, but that, that's okay. It just, you know, it just seems kind of odd. I think you mentioned it in the blog. Yeah, it's very professional, and uh, it reminds me of the, uh, I, I, it's not really spoilery, but I, it reminds me of uh, the dressing room for the actors in the school play, which we could talk about later, but yeah. it's uh, yeah. a little too professional, and yeah, you're right. It's like, how is nobody else around? It's just a little weird, and you know, I they start doing something. You would think they would at least try and see if they could lock the door. Yeah. Like, worry about that in any way, shape, or form. You know, just no. just just give any sort of credence to that. But no, no, they're good. They're just gonna go and do what they're gonna do, right? Yeah. yeah. Magnus has carte blanche at the school. He'll do what he wants. <laughs> he, he really does. Yeah. I, I get it. But you, you could do a lot by locking a door. You know? Oh, like, totally. 
There's what if it's smaller space, you know? Like there's gotta be a janitor's closet somewhere in that high school, right? That, it's such a big locker room. Yeah. yeah, it's a huge locker room. Yeah. There's bound to be someone walking in at some point. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one of those girls forgot a lipstick. You don't know. Like we we have no idea. Right? I know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I love this show. I was just cracking up at that too, because like I was just like, this is this is crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. totally get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, back to Voller, our favorite cop. He is. Uh, yeah. he, this is where he's doing his work. He's he's helping Charlotte, but uh, he's on the case. He's on the case, and Charlotte wants to extend. She wants to know about people who have disappeared fifteen years ago, but even maybe that's not long enough. Maybe thirty years ago. Um, yeah, and she's she's really smart to be thinking this outside the box, right? I mean, you got to give kudos to Charlotte. She's already thinking timeline, right? Uh, which is it's it's really impressive um, yeah. that she's thinking that that far outside of the box. You know, it's it's really a good move by her. Yeah, she talks about how like everything's connected. I think already in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, with the uh, with in the in the mortician scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then so like her excellent detective work leads to some not-so-good news for her personal life because she discovers it yeah. was Peter Doppler, her husband, who was on the film um, on the Forest Road, right? Yeah, yeah. And she's got the picture of him in the car, and she's printing it out, and then Wooler comes in, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here, Wooler! Wooler, I'm doing good work here. Damn it, Wooler! <laughs> yeah, um, so, yeah, she doesn't want Wooler to know about that, and... Um, so she, I, I, yeah, I wrote why, I wrote why is she, uh, not including Wooler as one of the notes I was taking, but I think she probably just doesn't want him to know that it's her husband, right? Cause he, cause he got really drunk at that party and she yeah. doesn't trust him. Damn Wooler. doesn't trust him. <laughs> yeah. Between him and Ulrich, I mean, she's really got her work cut out for her. For her. Oh, she totally does. Yeah. 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 And then it comes later in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, yeah. Her, her ride with him and. I have some comments about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so Peter Doppler looks very suspicious in this episode. He's got yes. red soil in his car. And yeah. red soil was found with uh, the body of the boy that was found in episode two. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm trying to try my best with details here. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, Peter, he's just so whimpery, like, when he's talking with Charlotte or, like, when he, in, like, the scene where he gets caught in his lie. Yeah. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of awkward pauses for him, right? You know, mm -hmm. before we answer certain questions, there's like a yes, you know, or like, you know, no, or uh, I need to, I, you know, I was, I was, you know, I, I was writing reports, you know, that type of thing. And it's, it's just, you can kind of tell like, eh, I don't know if you really were writing those reports or Pete, you know, I, yeah. I'm not so sure on that one. Yeah, exactly. And like, so like, she knows that like, He's had transgressions in his past, right, of not being faithful. And it's kind of interesting because she's when she goes to visit um, the woman at the trailer, she's probably yep. thinking, um, like, she's, like, almost hoping, like, that's what the case, that he was there, right? Even though that would be bad for yeah. their marriage. Be in, a, in a bad way, you could yeah. tell Charlotte goes into that conversation knowing either, either, either response is going to be bad. Exactly. You know, and, yeah. and so she's in a bad mood because she just knows it's going to be bad either way. And, and she probably is almost hoping that um, that the woman says, yeah, I, I was with your husband. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, that that's obviously not what happens. Not the case. Yeah. Uh, but either way, she knows it's going to be bad. And she kind of goes into the conversation with a bad attitude. And I think <laughs> she gets a little bit of that 
deflected back from <laughs> from uh, from the prostitute, uh, you know, and that's that's kind of where things go. But you know, it's it's tough. You, you kind of feel for Charlotte. Um, it's 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 not a good situation, and um, you know, it, it kind of goes on from there, right? Absolutely. Yeah they they've got some they've got their work cut out for them, and uh, <laughs> probably irreparable. But uh, and especially you know with this recent evidence, it's looking like Peter has connections to this at this point. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, not good. Not good in the Doppler house. Like you said, it's a Doppler episode. It's going to lead to some awkward. They're They're still talking to each other. They're still calling. (laughs) They are calling in the living room at some point. Yeah. Better. At least coordinated, which is more than the Nielsen's can say. Yes. Cause speaking of them, we, We see Ulrich, he's sleeping in Mikkel's bed, and Katarina's just staring at him. And no no sign of the, I guess, I, no sign of Marta in this episode. We know Magnus is stalking. Um, right. But, right. but what Magnus is... Magnus is outside of Fran's, you know, bedroom you know, <laughs> window, just watching, waiting, <laughs> up in a tree probably yeah. with binoculars. You know, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Marta's caught in the love triangle that nobody wants to be a part of. Nice. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, um, the really short disappear uh, scene with Ulrich and Katarina, she basically tells them that they have no warrant yet for the power plant and it's been 36 hours since Mikkel disappeared and then Ulrich just takes off. Yeah. And, and I think that's a, a situation where I think she's putting more pressure on Ulrich because she knows Ulrich has powers and can do things as a, as a police officer. Um, to, to, in her mind, better find her son, right? Yeah. Uh, and his son as well. But, uh, you know, I, I think it kind of almost motivates him too much, right? Because we, we know what he does next, right? Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. goes to the power plant, and you're like, oh, he's going to find stuff. Like, there's so much of a lead-up. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, this is going to be great. Like, like yes, The rest right. of the episode is yeah. going to be Ulrich in the power plant. Here we go. You know, like buckle up. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it's like, oh no, they caught him. Like he's 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 in the room, security, like with the with the you know black eye. And yeah, uh, it was very easy. They caught him very easily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like yeah, it was gonna be like National Treasure Winden, but uh, it uh, didn't work out like that. It's not, it's yeah. Not, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. So like, oh, he gets caught right away, and Tiedemann like holds him in custody. I guess. I guess he can do that. And yeah, uh, oh, yeah it's private property. I guess he was trespassing. And well, Tiedemann makes a citizen's arrest, right? Yeah. Uh, he was trespassing, so yeah. You know, he's got security guys. They 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 kind of make their their you know they they, they you know contain him. Right? Yeah. And you know, um, Tiedemann and, pays top yeah. dollar. <laughs> yeah yeah and and then charlotte comes and like picks him up and it kind of gives him a look and <laughs> damn it Ulrich, we've done this before yeah. um so uh you know the only thing like of note with Jonas is that he finds that red noose around his bike right well i mean i don't necessarily you read it as uh, finding a noose i felt like it was just more of a a red rope right um or did you feel like it more symbolized a noose? I don't know. I guess, I guess, like, I guess I just thought, like, it was kind of shaped like one. And I just thought it was, like, I don't know if it was, like, maybe the tones that they played when they showed it that made me feel like it was yeah. more ominous than it, than maybe it is. Um, um, 
we can talk about that later too too um I guess I just thought it was just kind of like a, a nah. Okay, so I, I, I didn't read much into it, but but maybe I'm, I, I I could be missing something. That's for sure. No, I guess I just read it as like a scary. Like I think if I found that on my uh, bike, I'd be like, uh, don't like this. I don't know. It was kind of kind of unsettling. I thought. Yeah, but to be clear, yeah. Anytime someone messes with your stuff when you're not around, it, it's never good. Yeah. And it's gonna be kind of freaky. That, yeah. That, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know about you. How about like the first time you saw this? Like, I don't know if I like connected like the Charlotte at the cabin and like that's their cabin. Like, I obviously I know it is like for this episode, but um, they show very briefly. They show like the doorknob says Doppler, and I was like, is that the clue? Is like that how we're supposed to know what it is? Because it's so quick. Yeah, it's it's quick. It's it's kind of weird. It, you know, one thing that you see a lot in dark um and you see it uh in the previous episode the the families tend to stay in one house right yeah it's not like uh you know we're used to with real estate these days you know if, if i went back in time you know I, <laughs> I guess for me personally and my mom would still be in the exact condo that i grew up in but for most people you move like yeah. there, there's never any moving in window like maybe the real estate market's terrible i don't know but you know, people, the families tend to have that house for generations, it seems like, right? Yeah, definitely. Ulrich moves into, it's, Ulrich lives in the house that he grew up in. in the house that he grew up in, yeah. 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 So yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of interesting that that kind of works out, but it, it, it needs to in order for the show to kind of work, right? Um, yeah. And for people to kind of go back and go into their home and be like, wait, this isn't exactly, you know, what it should be. It doesn't look the same kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's not just like a stranger that's there that has to it has to be somebody related to them. Yeah. 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 Um okay, so uh we've talked about the Magnus stuff. Um yeah. so let's talk about Ellie cuz like Ellie she decides to just walk home by herself, right? Um yeah. at some point. Yeah. And yeah, she's like uh using the lipstick. That's where we get that reveal. And um she's like strolling It's it's, it's interesting. I one thing to think about she uses that lipstick before she starts walking home. She doesn't use that lipstick before she starts talking to Yasin. No, right? that's a good point. So, yeah. so it, it's it's something to think about. Why is she putting on that lipstick before she starts walking home? As opposed to putting it on before she talks with Yasin, you know, after, after school or at the beginning of the school period, you know, or anything like that. Right. Like, she, she kind of, she does it in a way that, do you think she knew she was going to meet someone? That you is know, like, a good it, call. It kind of implies that, right? That is, I had not connected that, chair, but that is a really good call. Um, I, I like that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I hadn't thought about that, too, because, like, I, I was focused on the Raider bar <laughs> um, that she yeah, found. Yeah, she stumbles into, yeah. Yeah, and is that, are we supposed to think, like, is that only from the 80s, the Raider bar? Like, it doesn't exist. Yeah, I think so, right? Because you get yeah. commercial. Yeah. The way she picks it up, kind of like, and, and looks at it, and stares at it, and thinks about it, I feel like it is from the past, right? If that was like a Hershey bar, that Hershey, be like, okay, it's not a Hershey bar, I have a Snickers bar, <laughs> but, yeah. But it's like, oh, it's a, I've never seen this before, and like she kind of examines it. So you you, you do get to, at least for me, I just assume that that's from the eighties. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Raider bars have been in the first few episodes too, kind of surrounding the mystery. Um, okay, so, um, I just thought, like, uh, 
this would never fly at the school I worked at, uh, the where like the teacher calls, uh, just calls in sick, and then at two o'clock everybody leaves. Um, yeah. what was that all about? Uh, I mean, that was weird. Well, there was a note in in her homework. Like, <laughs> it's like really, that's that's how it's gonna be. It's gonna be okay if there's a note in the homework. Like, yeah, it was so lax, and like the teacher comes out. Well, it was in the homework, yeah, and like doesn't seem to help. And she says it so matter-of-factly that, like, oh, this happened before, you know? You know, yeah. the teacher takes the day off. Yeah. What's the issue here? <laughs> While there's missing children cases going on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All the time we call him sick. Right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Teacher. teacher of the year, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're getting, uh, you know, towards the end of dark episodes, like, we get a lot of, like, quick little scenes, right? And it leads into the musical montage. And, and the montage is such a great part of every episode. The, the music they do is wonderful. This is another good song. Yeah. Uh, and it, it just adds to the elements of the episode. And really what, what it's helpful for, at least from my standpoint, is you get to enjoy it, number one, because it's good music, but... Uh, you get to process what's happened at the other part of the episode, right? To think about, you know, to try and think about what's going on. What what are people trying to do? You know, what, you know, why, why are things happening the way they're happening? And you kind of need that in the episode before they come back and kind of try to wrap it, you know, put a bow on it, you know, to, to end the episode. Absolutely. It's my favorite part of every episode for all the reasons you said. Yeah. And, um, I especially like seeing the like screen like if they compare the person to the past like I like the split screen, and oh, yeah. and I the song that they played I I I had it hadn't hit me until this this rewatch it's called Keep the Streets Empty for Me by Fever Ray and it is really good um uh just another you know they pick the perfect songs for these dark montages it's really spot on and. This wasn't even one I had on my radar. Like, I have, like, three or four of them that, like, I really know and like. And, like, now this is just a new one that I found that I really like, too. Yeah, I know. Same here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I feel like I just need to go on my Amazon account, my Amazon music, and just type in all, like, just look up look up all the all the songs and just add them to one playlist. Yeah. You know, because it, it is. It's, it, they're all really good. There's a really helpful website uh, Tune Find that I've that I've been using to help figure out okay. what the what the songs are, and they have I just Google like uh, season one episode four dark uh, songs and like it comes up and they tell you like for every episode the songs and it's been helpful. Nice. Um. So just a little shout out for that site, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And that's for sure. So, um, during the montage, they're all looking for Ellie, right? Charlotte finds her hat. Um, uh, and the, what else you got about the scene, Jer? Sorry, I'm a little bit lost here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, you know, it's, it's interesting. Obviously it's really scary when you find a hat of a child because, you know, it's cold. And in this scene, it's rainy. Why would she get rid of the hat? You want to keep that hat on, you know, it's, it's, it's cold, you know, like I, it's, it's really kind of scary. Um, and, and, you know, kids lose things, but. I feel like the hat means a lot more than a lost glove. Yeah. It seems easy to lose. Your hat, you almost need to take it off or someone needs to knock it off or something like that. So something's, something's going on, you know? And I, I, you know, I get the feeling going back to the lipstick. Maybe she took it off. Maybe she wanted to look more presentable, you know, that type of thing. And then she kind of left it. Right. So, you know, that, that, I think that kind of plays into that whole aesthetic. Yeah. Thought process. 
Yeah. So let's let's talk about where she was because she eventually does come home. Um, yeah. I it, I don't know if like it must be very late at night. I was like, did they give up so easily? I don't know. Um, they're they're back at home and she walks in the door. Well, even more than that, Peter calls every single classmate. I do. Yeah. I mean, he knocks them out. And, yeah. and you know, you're surprised everyone picked up. You I know. No one reported that they didn't have Elizabeth. You know, like. What good luck. I know. You know I, I feel like you should have at least gotten three to four voicemails. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, listen, uh, you know, down the street, the Tiedemans, they need to get back to me. Maybe <laughs> she's with them. You know, or, or, or the Conwalls or, or the Nielsen's. I, you know, I'm, I'm waiting on a message. You know, I left them a voicemail. They haven't called me back yet. So there's a little bit of hope. But no, no, no. I've called them all. No one, no one's seen her. You know, we're, yeah. we're lost, you know. <laughs> You know somebody would like see. Uh, oh, it's Peter Doppler. Don't don't pick up. Don't pick up. Don't pick up. Right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Of course that would happen. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, so I think. Um, so another thing I mentioned while this is going on, uh, Helga has escaped. Right. Um, he's escaped the rest home that he's yes. in. Yes. And and so the police are searching for for Elizabeth, and they run into Helga. They run into Helga. Yep, absolutely. And he's like trying to. He's saying he's got to. They've got to stop something. Or he's got to stop. He's got to stop somebody. And that he does say that it's, he has to stop Noah. Right at the end of the episode. Correct. Yeah. He's like, I need to talk to Noah. I need to stop Noah. Like, right. That type of thing. Yeah. So this Noah guy, and he yeah. was not in the first three episodes that I watched, but he uh, gets a lot of mention in this one, and right. he was the one who met Ellie, right? While Ellie was dis- uh, while Ellie disappeared. Correct. But we don't see him, right? It's all off camera and mm-hmm. and Ellie kind of goes, "Hey, you know, I I I was with Noah, you know." And and then, you know, you kind of get nervous and you're like, "Okay, well, who's Noah and you know, what does he look like and what's this all that's going on?" And you know, but yeah, you don't you don't we haven't met him yet, right? No. The, the only proof that Ellie has that she was with somebody was that she has this pocket watch, right? Little pocket, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that on the inside says, poor Charlotte. Poor Charlotte. And so that's got to be pretty disturbing. Yeah. And um, we don't know a ton about Charlotte's family yet. So that's kind of a mystery at this point in this episode. No, and, and I would say in this podcast, we can get into that at the last time. Yeah, minutes. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's not much we can say here uh, without spoiling here. anything. So, <laughs> so we'll just move on from that. Um, yep. The one thing I was uh, like, so towards the end of the episode, you know, we have like the narrator at the end, and it's the time machine science mad guy. Yep. And yep. I think I gotta I gotta learn more about this Ariadne story. Um, I know it comes up again. He said we're searching for Ariadne's thread, uh, one path yep. a beacon in the darkness. We'd love to know our fate, where we're headed. There's but one path at all times, predetermined by the beginning and the end, which is also the beginning. Oof. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. deep. <laughs> it's, it's deep. It, it's worth, you know, I, I haven't done this, but I actually Google it and look more into it and yeah. kind of understand it a little bit better because, you know, there's more there that yeah. you can, you can, you know, take time. And oh, yeah. And people have researched it. I know there's definitely threads on Reddit that discuss, oh, yeah. discuss this discuss heavily. That and what that yeah. means. And yeah. It just reflects how deep of a show it is right yeah how, how deep they go into thoughts and the, you know what they're trying to portray throughout the, the seasons yeah i mean like they, the big theme of the show is everything's connected and the writers do such a good job of doing that and making sure that yep. that's the case so um, sure do. 
So the very last scene before we can get into spoilers, uh, poor Yasin is walking through the woods. You mentioned this before. He's saying, I'm not a baby anymore. He's signing yep. that. And he finds this like toy figurine made of like acorns or something. And yeah. a creepy guy comes out to meet him. It says, you, yeah. you must be Yasin. Yep. Ugh. And then he said, Noah sent me, right? Yep. And that's because, when I screamed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then that scene, right? Yeah. And that's the end. Like, oh. You're like, oh, no. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess I uh, get ready for another poster coming in on <laughs> another missing kid poster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, another another face on the uh, on the milk carton, right? <laughs> another face on the milk carton for, for old Vinden. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, all the scenes in this episode. Um, do you have anything yeah. else, like non-spoiler wise, that that we miss that you'd want to bring up before we get into spoilers? No, I think I think we covered everything. Yeah, I think uh, we went through good it. Good episode. You yeah. know, heavy heavy on the Dopplers, um, but there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, and and certainly we learn a lot about uh, a lot of different characters, um, which is the sign of a good show. Yep. Good absolutely. Episode. And I, I do think that they like do um, like as I rewatch it, I'm like, oh, they do focus on you know one family or one character um, in a lot of different episodes. So it is something to keep track of who is getting like the heavy edit in this episode. And today it was the Doppler. Yeah, just doing the heavy lifting in the episode. Yeah, um, yeah. it's always Wooler. <laughs> it's always Wooler. I barely focus in on someone else, you know. Yeah. But, but just so you know, Wooler is doing all the work in the background. Just flying around, not flying not. Around. With the one eye yeah. getting things done. Yeah. Head to the ground, you know. He's not not trying yep. to yep. not trying to upset anybody, not trying to look too yep. good. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. So, uh, me and Jerry, we want to talk for a few minutes uh, about some spoilers from this episode and maybe some stuff going into season 3. Um, and thank you so much if you uh, want to jump out now. I'm going to count down from 5 4 3 2 1. All right, Jerry. Anything goes now. Anything. Okay, yeah. Anything you want. Um, um, I, I, I was just gonna say, you know, do you do you really feel that Helgi is Peter's dad? No, I don't. I'm really wondering about Peter's parentage because, like, we don't know anything about it or like when he came to Winden, right? He's not in any of the flashbacks. Right, and, and you know, throughout all the seasons, we never get to figure out who Peter's mom is, right? That's a complete mystery. Yeah, you know that. There's a couple of, you know, if you kind of have a family tree going, yep. um, there's a couple of blanks that we just have no idea. Yeah. You know, like we, we, you know, I mean, there are some that I have, I have my theories, but, um, you know, for, for Peter, I don't think Helgi's his dad and, and I don't, I don't really know who the mom is. Like, you know, it, it's, it's kind of weird. I have a feeling my, my thought or my guess at least is that, um, Peter is related to not to the Dopplers at all. That he's that he was brought back in time and or you know forward in time or back in time or something, and was kind of dropped at, at Helgi's doorstep and kind of you're gonna take you're gonna raise him as your son and, and going forward that on that way. Yeah, I'm wondering that, if that's my thought. So I'm wondering we know Hannah has gone to the past, right, in the fifties. Correct. <laughs> I'm wondering if she has anything to do with it. Like, they're two characters that aren't really related. Sure. But sure. Hannah's going to be, like, factoring into this somehow, right? Like, she's going to be somebody's sure. somebody that sure. we don't know as parent, I think. 
You would think, yeah, yeah. because she's in the past, right? Yeah. I mean, she's, she's, you know, yeah. And yeah, I just, I would, I would completely yeah. agree. I just watched this one, like, uh, Egon lights the cigarette for her at the end, and, like, there's something going on between them that the, the show wants yeah. us to pick up on. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, I would say that that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Maybe not Peter, but uh, somebody, something's going to happen. With that. Yeah. 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 And then totally agree. Uh, I think what we need to talk about is how uh, uh, Elizabeth is Charlotte's daughter and mother. Right. Did I get that right? right? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I think, you know, you, you got to need to understand where in the time frame Noah is meeting Elizabeth. Right. So, yeah. He's he's meeting Elizabeth, knowing that the younger version of him fell in love with an older version of her, right? Yeah, and they got married and everything like that. So, so do you think it's young Noah and like older Elizabeth is who is who's going to meet? That has to be it, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It, it will in in the end of season two. Noah's dad in the bunker. Yeah, is a young Noah. Uh huh. And. Elizabeth, Regina, whatever age, but the young Noah is close enough, right? Um, that you can see them getting together, right? Yeah. That, that, that's how I at least envision it. It was like, okay, well, that's how that goes. And yeah, that's what it has to be. You know, they, they, listen, they, they're a couple of years go by and then all of a sudden they're together. And that's, that's kind of how that, that plays out. Yeah. And they're close enough in age. They kind of jives. Yeah. And there's 33 years to work with in between. So, yeah. 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 Um, yeah that, that whole thing's wild. Um, what I did notice from this episode, did you see how she kissed Charlotte goodbye? It was like she was the mom. Yeah. Like she kissed her on yeah. her forehead, you know? Yeah. So I, that, yeah. No, it, it was, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely noticeable. Yeah. yeah. Um, so circling back to Peter for a second. Um, yeah. Are, he's, He's not a bad guy, is he, by the end? Like, he's kind of absolved of all these crimes, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's really... I mean, I guess there are bad guys, per se. I, I'll but... say, I think Noah's shitty. Noah's killing people. Like, Noah's, Noah's a shitty-ass guy. Noah's doing <laughs> some bad things, but yeah. I feel like the, the, the worst thing that Noah does is just not understand what's going on. Yeah. Right? I mean, as you watch these seasons and you watch them again, he's the henchman. He is the henchman, but, yeah. But his his biggest issue, uh, listen, everything he's doing is absolutely terrible. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. But, but the biggest issue with him is he really doesn't understand why he's doing it. And it's because he's not the main person who's like, okay, I need to for sure steal these kids and put this crazy thing around them and, you know, try and do these experiments like – He's doing it for someone else. For Adam? Which, you know, for Adam, yeah. right? But, but he doesn't understand why. He doesn't, like, that's probably the, you know, something to, to really think about, you know? Yeah. So obviously, yes, he's a bad character. He's doing bad things. But, you know, uh, Peter, I I don't know. I feel like, you know, it's, there, there's not so much, uh, there are bad, bad characters and there are good characters, but really... Everyone is just kind of motivated and doing their own thing. And that's something that Dark does a really good job with is showing that people have motivations and, you know, do they make mistakes? Sure. But, you know, what are their motivations? Why are they doing what they're doing? And, you know, what are they trying to accomplish? What's their goal in mind? 
Right. I guess what I'm trying to, he's not the one who murdered the kids, right? He, he, uh, founds them in, like, the time rip. Like, that happened. Yeah. Yeah, so. Correct. He's, he's trying to help out as far as the kids are concerned. Yeah. Because at this point, if I was a first time viewer, I think I would be, like, suspicious that, like, oh, he's the one who did it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. At this point in the show, you're like, Noah's the bad guy. Like, you know, we need to kind of figure this out. But by the end of season two, you're kind of like, well, I I think I know who the bad guy is, but it's kind of weird because he's also the good guy. Yeah. let me ask you this um do you think because i've seen some people say this on online do you think jonas is really adam do do you think or do you think there could be some wiggle room yes i i 100 percent think that adam is is jonas okay and they're the, they're the same person okay so yes, i would say 100 percent. i think that I guess I just like I'm holding out hope because like I don't want Jonas to turn into you know the thing from Fantastic Four but um sure. <laughs> but I do want uh I don't know like Adam like he's just so shitty like by the end like he's like uh shooting Marta in cold blood and uh you know he just like I guess we need more information on his motives too because we're gonna see a lot in season three with like these alternate dimensions or whatever. So, and and so yeah, you just wonder how things will play out in season three. Um, I, I definitely think that's him. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's anything going on fishy there. I also have a theory. This was Lynn figured this out. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, we're at the spoiler section, so go for it. Yeah. When you have that scene in episode, it's I think it's maybe like episode two of season two, mm-hmm. where um, Noah and another guy who we don't know are chipping at the cave. Bartosh. Like, yeah. That's Bartosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I've read Bartosh. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure we're yeah. on the same page with that one. Yeah. Like, What's that, that's that's definitely Bartosh. And then the other thing that I at least inferred or heard or thought to myself is. Um, we never are formally introduced to um, who is um, like Claudia's lover. Yeah. For Regina. Yes. That's, that's, what would you say? No, I'm with you on that. I was thinking about this today, and. I mean, I think it's tragic. And that would have so many implications because that means that there would be even more relations. Like, like they would all be related, right? Because. Like Tronti is related to Ulrich by Ease's father, so um, yeah, that would be that'd be crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's cause they have that one scene yeah. in season two where Tronti just like randomly drops his cow, <laughs> yeah, and like she's kind of there, so it's like, oh, maybe are they gonna do stuff later yeah. on? Or well, in episode not? three, just in the in the in season one, episode three, they they meet in the eighties, and he's a reporter, and he like kind of brushes her hand against hers, and Claudia stands him up for a date. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. That does happen. Yeah. yeah. So he, I think it's implied, right? That that's who is Regina's dad, right? Yeah, it is. They never focus on it, and it's like not drawn attention to like um, much at all. So like, it's something I've forgotten about. But I think that's another missing link that we need to find out too. Yeah. Yeah. That that will probably be revealed in season three, maybe. Or, yep. You know, yeah. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you about some of these fifties people while I have you. Um, yeah. Like yeah, Ag. Yeah. Agnes is really interesting to me. Um, oh, totally interesting. Yeah, so she's time traveling, right? Throughout, like she's gonna be part of season three, probably. Yeah. Yeah. 
think so. I mean, Agnes and, and Noah are really interesting. Right? Yeah. And, and anytime they're in a scene together, it's usually a really important scene. Um, and then how they kind of communicate with both um, with Adam as well as with Claudia, right? Yeah. Um, because through the first two seasons, you kind of feel like Claudia and Adam are kind of, you know, A and B. Right. And they're working against each other and then all this other stuff. But I, I guess the more I, I start to think about things and, you know, the more I re- rewatch, I kind of feel that maybe they're working together. Jerry, I wrote about – I thought the same thing. Oh, I, I'm so glad you yeah. came to that conclusion. I And, and, and I feel like there's a, a third party that they're actually working against. One of the things that I think about is when Adam talks to younger Jonas – or Jonas or whatever, he mentions the the person that he's playing against and he refers to them as a man. He's like, he, you know, he's constantly, my opponent's doing this. He's doing like... Yeah, my counterpart, kind of, yeah. Makes him more of a male. Uh-huh. And, you know, Claudia is obviously not male. And, and you know, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like there's a third party that's going to come in and we're going to kind of, we're going to see that to be the case, that there's actually like an evil force. Yeah. Know? Not that Noah's not an evil force, but I think there's going to be someone even more menacing. At least that's my gut. Yeah. I'm so glad you bring that up because here's what I think why they're working together. Um, Jonas, Adam sends Jonas back to trigger the, like, to, like, to seemingly to, like, get his dad to, like, not kill himself, right? Or, like, to, to prevent the origin from happening. But he sends him back there and then Claudia is the one that, like, makes sure that it goes through. And, like, I'm just wondering, like, did he send her there knowing that Claudia would be there to make sure that it happened, you know? Right. So, like, I like, I just kind of think they're working together. I don't know. Um, and I don't I don't know if I've seen that a lot on the online, but I'm glad that you thought that, too, because I was thinking that. And they, they have that whole, like, it's, it's almost, it, you, gotta, you gotta really catch it. But that one scene in season two where Jonas comes out of the cave He's with Claudia, and he's like, Claudia and I have been time traveling for the last year. Like, yeah. like, well, that's a long time. Like, did you guys become friends? Like, you know, like... What, it's an odd pairing. What happened? Like, and, you know, you have older Claudia, who, like, kind of knows everything, and young Jonas, like, just kind of going through and traveling and, like, kind of... I, I need to know when all of a sudden they decided, you know, I'm going to do the opposite of what the other person's doing. Because yeah. it just doesn't... I don't see it. You know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not getting that vibe. Yeah, I know. I think the light in the shadow is a big smoke screen. I think I think there's yeah. somebody else too, or I think there's someone else. Yeah, I, I really do. Yeah. Um. So you know, I haven't even seen the trailer yet for season three because I've been kind of I've been kind of holding off, but I've seen like a bunch of I've been seeing some still images, and I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I watched it. Um, yeah. And I won't spoil anything for you, but I'm yeah. very excited. Oh, it's going to be great. Um, the one, like, things, like, the few things I do know is it looks like Martha's wearing the yellow raincoat and, like, she might be the protagonist of the other world or something. That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in for that. Yeah. I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see, yeah, things in a different world. But at the same time, um, I want to go back to the current one. Like, I, yeah. I, I want us to learn whatever we need to learn in the other one but i want us to quickly go back because there's unfinished business in the current one that needs yeah. to be solved and get to the bottom. what i think they'll probably do is like there when i was doing my rewatch and i was like trying to organize the timelines 
they're focused on some timelines and like three timelines per episode, right? So like maybe they'll do like some something similar where we might see like the alternate dimension for one episode and then focus back on you know the current world, which I do think we need yeah. to see definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so you you've written. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go for it. Uh, so you've written um, recaps for almost all the episodes. Of this I point. finished Either, every like, every episode. I finished. Every, every episode is your yep. favorite. Uh, what is your favorite episode? Okay, so I have a couple. I think uh, episode five of this season, the very next episode, that's okay. when that's when we get the Mickle reveal that he's actually Michael, which I think we can all kind of see coming um, from like the la- right. like we from can. the last episode. Oh, and okay. uh, I want to remind me to talk about Nurse Enos before after this episode talk, but um, I yep. think. The finale, episode 10, uh, Alpha and Omega, is amazing. And then I would say 6, 7, and 8 of season 2 are all incredible. Yeah. Uh, what? Um, Any for you? I just have one favorite. Uh, the, the episode where Jonas is kind of running around in the yellow rain, rain jacket, but he kind of knows everything. Yeah. And you get to see that party where... Episode um, 6, yeah. That that uh that like hannah and um what, what's her name jetterina are a good friend yeah and champagne Eric and he's starting to flirt with hannah yeah. and, and like and um michael doesn't want to go to the party because he sees himself and then he's kind of like he's there like as the boy comes into the house and like and then there's all these other like interesting things like um Ulrich calls uh romeo Giannis, romeo <laughs> yeah like, it's just a great episode <laughs> that and, one's and awesome number one yeah okay. That's definitely on my list. That's uh, season two, episode six, an endless cycle, and that one that, is okay, that's, that's episode six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that one is yeah, awesome, and that's also my dad's favorite episode. When I was talking to him, he just likes that. Uh, everybody's so happy. Everybody's so happy yeah. at the party. It's before everything bad happens. They're like they're partying, they're celebrating. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even uh, Trante and Yana, the grandparents, are like happy for the only time in this in the series. Yep. Yeah. 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 So I love that one too, and then like it just gets wild those last few and uh yep. last thing before before maybe we sign off here nurse yep. enos so like i thought she was like really nice and like a really i didn't think much of her to be honest the first time i i watched and now going through it the second time she's drugging mickle throughout she, yeah she's not good no I, 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 i'm guilty of the same thing brian mm-hmm. i thought she was okay yeah but i didn't really understand like i didn't pick up on the drugging as much as when you watch it a second time no and, and just, yeah. Like why he never really wanted to go try and go back or like that type of thing. And yeah, like she's, she's not good. And you kind of know that, that something happens because they have that picture where she's torn out. Right? Cause Hannah's like, so petty. <laughs> right. Like yeah. there's a reason for yeah. it. Right. Like That's why true. would she be torn out like that? So something happened. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And it, okay. she's, she's not a good, she's, um, the, the other members of the Conwell family don't like her. No. <laughs> Put it that way. Definitely not. And um, the thing I just realized today is she introduces Noah to Mickle at the hospital. She's the one who brings Noah in. And is she part of Sigmundus? She could be. That would be interesting. Be we interesting. don't know. No, we uh, don't know. She yeah. very well could be. Yeah. That, that would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. it would make sense if we find that out next season. Like, that would make a ton of sense. Yeah. 
I think so because yeah, I I never realized that till now. But like she like she wanted to keep him there. She knew Noah, um, and then yeah. like Noah stops Mickle from going back like a few different times. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think we got to watch out for Nurse Enos next uh, yeah. next season too. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. All right. I mean, I could go on all day about this, but uh, I could too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, this this was this was great though. Thanks yeah. for having me. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. Thank you so much. You're a fantastic guest, Jared. Thank you. Oh yeah, yeah, anytime. Um, but yeah, it's just a great show. You yeah, know, it's a lot of fun to watch and a lot of fun to talk about. Um, and uh, I enjoy your recaps. Uh, I need to finish reading them all, <laughs> but uh, but they're really great. Really enjoyable. Uh, thank you. I pre- appreciate that, Jared. So, um, speaking of my recaps, you can check those out at wakeupwinden.com. You can follow me on Twitter at wakeupwinden.com. And um, thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you so much to Jer for joining me. And I hope you guys are all looking forward to Season 3. And uh, hopefully you all have a good time with uh, the launch of the apocalypse. All right, Jer, thanks so much. Thanks, Brian.